Okay. Johnny probably is not coming on, just so you know. I, he's using his birthday as an excuse, but I don't buy it. And welcome to the Fumble to the End Zone podcast. My name is Sean O'Connor. And with me, as always, is Eric Lacoon. Yo, yo, yo. And not with us this week, Johnny Graham, but in his steed... We have friend of the podcast, Derek Parsons. How are you doing, brother? Gentlemen, it's a pleasure as always, and I take this uh, responsibility uh, uh, highly. Johnny, uh, I'm going to step in for you. I'm going to pinch hit, and I'm going to do you proud, my man. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's a good thing. It's, you know, there's no pressure for for stepping in for Johnny. (laughs) And it's going to work. You know, there's no pressure. You know what? Sports. I don't. I don't believe it. I, I'm a longtime listener, uh, second time caller now. And uh, Johnny is up. He, he, I, I respect him. I respect his takes and his uh, wit. And uh, you, I'm, I just it, it's big shoes to fill, Johnny. Are hysterical. If you want to know what's going to happen in an NFL game, it's the opposite of what Johnny says. Or what I say when it comes to the 49ers. Uh, <laughs> I'm just talking about the game. This is going to be a shootout. It's every time he says it. Give me a shootout. Final score, 7-6. <laughs> or I think the last one with the Browns-Patriots one, he was like, uh, the both great defenses. It's going to be a low-scoring game. And they just got blew out as the cap. Great defense. <laughs> All right. So start the show off. We're just going to jump into some of the baseball awards from – that were announced this past week. I have some cl- complaints about one of them, but we'll get there. RS is in the jackpot now. Uh, first off, for the AL Rookie of the Year, the one thing I predicted correctly this year, so I got to mm-hmm. lead with that. It's good, but he was like the easiest prediction, I think. Yes, absolutely. Because he tore I'm it okay up. with it. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Arozarena from the oh, I said it right too. From the Tampa Bay Rays is the AL Rookie of the Year. Got that one right. I'm gonna. I gotta write that one down. Got to take them where you can get them. Uh, the National League, Jonathan India of the Cincinnati Reds won the Rookie of the Year. He had a nice season. I did not realize he was a rookie till later in the year. It seemed like he'd been around for a while. But well, same with the other guy. I mean, they've, yeah. they've both been around. Um, for the AL Manager of the Year, this is what I disagree with. Uh, Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays won for the second straight season. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, two straights, kind of. What did he do differently, right? Well, and the thing is, like, I would have gone with a guy like Scott Service from Seattle. Well, it's just because you were high on Seattle. I was high on Seattle, but, I mean, to be fair, though, they outperformed what everybody thought they would do. Yeah. Except for me. Um, it's, I, I thought he was deserving, at least in my – that's yeah. my opinion. Uh, NL Manager of the Year, Gabe Kapler. Nobody thought the Giants were going to be that good, and they won 107, 107 games. Yeah, so I, think, easy I think somebody on this podcast thought they were going to be maybe the worst team in baseball. Once again, I I, I get a lot of things wrong. It's it's okay. I came to grips with that one around the All Star break. I was like, oh shit, they're really good. <laughs> uh, for the AL MVP, you called this one. Yeah, Shohei Otani. This is no brainer. You know, I just no think I've been a huge yep. Otani hater. I think no that's all it's been. The dude is phenomenal. And um, honestly, if he pitched more, he would have won the fucking Cy Young, too. That dude is phenomenal. Yeah. He, was, he was outstanding. Uh, I, I hope roles. LA keeps losing so he'll want to leave. 
Me too. Especially yeah. now that somebody decided to go to LA over yeah. just signing the goddamn qualifying yeah. offer. Yeah. How do you feel about, about Thor doing that? All right. So we're, we're, we're going to jump into this. We're going to jump into this. So <laughs> here we go. Is he from California? He's from Texas. Okay. I don't the hair. I don't no, know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> Noah Syndergaard. That, that doesn't begged, sound to me. Begged practically at the end of the season for the qualifying offer. Was like, you know, I'd be really appreciative if we got it, if I got it. Not wearing a Mets uniform would be a really tough pill to swallow. Got the qualifying offer. And then got an offer from the Angels for, I know it's $2.6 million, but hear me out. But for only $2.6 million more for a single year to go to LA and didn't let the Mets counter offer. He said he was ghosted by them. He was like, what? They gave you the thing expecting you to sign it because you said you wanted it. Mm-hmm. Why would they counter? What, like, you didn't even give him a chance to counter offer. You didn't call them and say, hey, Steve, uh, you got a lot of money. Um, Angels offered me 2.6 more. You want to go for, like three more? Like, wh- what the fuck? You I mean, shithead. I, I would go to California over. Yeah, I felt like he just wanted out. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Whatever. Yeah, he two, definitely two innings in two years. Yeah, he definitely it. wanted out. I think they like the qualifying offer just because it's a little bit of insurance. Yeah, and now the Mets get a, a, an additional pick. Yeah, it's smart to so. submit a qualifying offer, to yeah. be honest. But so I'm okay with it. At the end of the day, yeah, yeah. pitch. God knows what he would be coming back. I mean, so is what it is. I just don't like like. They're athletes. They're going to go for the highest dollar. I understand that. Yeah. Make as much as you can while you can. Totally get 100%. it. 100%. But always... don't like dupe the fans, like sell the fans this bill of goods of being like, oh, I want to be here. I love it here. I yeah. can't imagine not being a Met and then going 2.6 million. Sure. Like it, it's that. like the equivalent of somebody offering me a hundred thousand compared to 88,000 to do the same job. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know it's not the same thought process because a lot more money but the analogy's there you know what i mean like so it's just whatever whatever new york Fuck winners them. man those new york winners it, it's cold it's cold <laughs> i'm surprised you didn't go to a place like texas or houston where like, i mean or to get like no state income tax well there's that but for i mean i guess houston's just now but really both those clubs are ran like small market clubs yeah so they don't usually shell out the money but Unless LA. you're Justin Verlander. Yeah, yeah. Two years, $50 million for I a think guy that's coming just, off Tommy John. I think that's just to keep Kate Upton around. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Good publicity. I'm not going to argue with that one. Uh, <laughs> she's, a good, she's a good fan. Yeah, great fan. One of the best. Uh, National League MVP, Bryce Harper. Really? Yeah. He had a pretty good year. Whatever. They just it want was, to give it to him. There was really no one in the NL that kind of pulled away with it. I thought maybe Brandon Crawford was a bit more no. valuable to his club. but It should always be somebody that's at least in the playoffs, in the playoffs. playing yeah. into the last couple of weeks. Because otherwise... Uh, you know, aside from a Tony, Salvador Perez of the Royals should have been. You damn right. You damn mm-hmm. right. Considered that, but to, you know what? That team was terrible. Great season. Great season, <laughs> Salvi. Yeah. 
he had himself a season, that's for sure. Honestly, I, I'd I'd be happier with the NL giving it to him than Bryce Harper. <laughs> <laughs> My preseason pick did finish third. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll take it. Um. So I've told you about the uh, metric I've created to evaluate starting pitchers before. Mm-hmm. I call it, get this, starting pitcher rating. Oh, yeah. Okay. Real, real big name. Uh, Fairly well, straightforward. Eh, you know, I like to keep it simple. Let people yeah. know what it is before they see it, you know. Uh, <laughs> but so for the American League Cy Young Award, Robbie Ray won. But what did happen was in my uh, – in my calculations throughout the season, as uh, I got to pull it up, and I'm not ready for that. Didn't prepare. Come on. But I, I did have Robbie Ray first. Um, and I also had Garrett Cole and Lance Lynn second and third. So mm-hmm. I had all three in order based on my rubric. Did you adjust uh, yours a little bit during the season? Nope. Kept it as is. I remember when we were talking for a while, you had Giolito real high, and I was like, He's probably number three on the White Sox, and that's in that's where he finished. Yep. Um, I actually had Lucas finish at fourth. I think he finished around eighth overall in the voting. It might have even been eleventh. Uh Rodon, he actually finished fifth. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Rodon finished higher. Yeah. But yeah. I, I Giolito for mine still finished fourth. I had Jordan Montgomery at fifth. Mm-hmm. Um but in the uh National League, I had Zach Wheeler winning it. Um to me, he just had a better year. Like, if you just look at the stats, I'm even looking at what I have over here. Yeah. 45 more innings, pitched into the seventh inning more often. Uh, ERA was outstanding. Strikeouts were through the roof. A fantastic season out of Zach Wheeler. I thought he was mm-hmm. more than deserving of the side on this year, but they went Corbin Burns. Uh, out of the top five, I had all five in mind, different order. Um, so they had, they had Corbin Burns, Zach Wheeler. I had Wheeler followed by Brandon Woodruff of Milwaukee. Woodruff. Um, he had a pretty pretty solid year as well. Then I had Burns, uh, Bueller, and Scherzer. So, but That's I was excited man. to see. Uh, I'm going to start using your sheet to take prop bets for next year. Can you get me your picks <laughs> for next year? And I can make some cash on that. <laughs> well, I've been trying to think of how I could do that and just like probably look at like career-wise for a lot of these guys and go from there. I've, I've more or less tried to look at it. What I would like to do with it truly is if I can get hired by a franchise somewhere along the way, use it to find guys that may be not average, but, you know, average to good that a team could go after. Undervalued possibly. Exactly. And then go after those yeah. kind of guys to try and bring them in to add depth to the starting yeah. rotation. Um, teams are always looking at new ways to right find there. that, those guys. So if we could, if you can, if I could utilize that to do that, utilize the metric to find the value in those guys, could yeah. you know help the franchise along the way somewhere. We'll see what happens. Have to get an interview somewhere first. I've applied to about forty bet, professional bet. sports jobs and I've gotten one bite and I failed the test miserably that they gave me. <laughs> hey, o- Oakland might look at you. That's a long drive. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Right, I mean, that's, that's- not a great that's area. Right up, that's right up Billy Bean's alley there. <laughs> Billy Bean, possible mm-hmm. Mets, possible. Nah, nah. Yeah. Billy Epler, uh, mm. former Angels GM and scout with the Yankees, was signed. Had his uh, opening press conference today as the new Mets GM. Four-year well, deal. Probably that signals that the Mets are spending money then, because 
actually Steve Cohen said today, he was like, we know what we need to do. Our minor league system is not going to have anybody doesn't really have the guys to bring up currently. Um, mm-hmm. So I've told Steve as in Steve Alderson and Billy that they can uh, whatever they need to get to get us competing and a deep playoff run. That's what we'll do. Right. So I'm like, oh, oh, I have an odor that I'll spend money. <laughs> what is this? So you need to draft well, though, for sure. Absolutely. And they, the Kumar Rocker thing really is going to. Mm-hmm. I mean, they get they, they have the 11th and 14th pick currently in the draft, but you got to hit, right? I mean, Major League Baseball is the biggest crapshoot of any draft that there is. So, you know, see what happens. Um, not going to lie. I'm, well, I'm still very much in the college football season and, and, and enjoy the NFL. I am already looking forward to baseball season next year and just getting things going. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready for the hot stove season. We could have a lockout here within the next couple of weeks. Hopefully it doesn't come to that and they can make some progress in negotiations. Um, but if not, the next week and a half are going to be real busy with, uh, I think, free agent signings. So we'll see. But now we're going to transition into one of the main reasons why Derek is here with us today. Talk to college hoop season. Yeah. We're about two weeks in. Things have kicked off. Each team's had, a, had at least like three or four games already. I believe the Maui Invitational in Las Vegas is starting tonight. That's so um, nice. <laughs> Just don't call it the Maui this year. <laughs> Uh, where, where are they? Where are they doing that at this year? Vegas, yeah, Vegas. Oh, okay, okay. I, knew, I, I know that because their names in it. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to turn the floor over to the two of you. I'll probably interject some questions here or there, but I say we go ahead and just get 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 a right uh, pull band aid right off. Ku, what are we looking at this year? Yeah, I said it. I said it. What last week or the week before? It's national title or bust. With this team, yeah, I, 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 you know, the 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 lost season, you know, I, I, I hate to re- rehash it, but that to me that I have a similar feeling this year that I did that year, Eric. Yeah. I think you can relate to what I'm saying. Like there was no question that the the, the that year was was going to be our year. Um, I yeah. think it's a little early still to to call that out right now. Um, I still think that we need to um, figure out who our our you know, who our big man's going to be to make that impact um, that, that Dope did that season. I think right now that's the only if for me, but I think we've got some people that could do it. But, man, I tell you what, um, between the duo of, of uh, you know, Abaji and, and Remy and, and uh, you know, some other guys that even stepped up uh, last game, um, I think we've got a shot. For sure. And then um, did Jalen Wilson come back last game? I don't think so. I think uh, – is, is he due back this week? Yeah, or, so he should be back this week then. Yeah, because he got yeah, suspended. Yeah. For getting a due. Yeah, he was suspended three games. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, which yep. normally, I must confess, I never, ever miss a KU game, and I missed a KU game last night. So You, you, had, you had a fair excuse. Yeah, and, weren't you at Genesis? Uh, I was, yep, I had to take the <laughs> wife to Genesis. Uh, Phil Collins looks like he's about to die. So if you guys are <laughs> Phil Collins fans, make that happen because he does not look good. Did did he by well, chance play in the air tonight? No, because it's a Genesis. I know, but I figured yeah. maybe. I mean, it's one of the big, his biggest hits of all time. Like maybe I would have been more. That's excited. what I said, Sean. 
I would have been more excited about Phil Collins' solo show. Yeah. I, most of Justice stuff, I don't really know. But my wife knows like damn near every song. It's, <laughs> it's, which is baffling to me. Well, she, well, I, I was... She's younger than me. I don't even get it. Like, how does she know? <laughs> Her parents. It is, yeah, yeah. I was living vicariously through you via Snapchat, Eric, and I got to tell you, I had a hell of a time. Um, <laughs> you, you posted all my favorite jams, but it, it, it did look like Phil sat down for most of that. So, oh, he sits down the entire time. He has to walk with a cane. He can't. He can't oh, hardly. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So I will say this now that you bring that up: you have Snapchat, but you don't have fucking Twitter. So I've had Snapchat for a while. <laughs> you, know, you know the beauty of Snapchat? Um, it goes away. Yeah, there's there's no tweets coming from my history, like six years ago, coming back to haunt me because I said something yeah. inappropriate that wasn't inappropriate at the time. <laughs> but when no you read it back, you know, two years later, you're like, "What in the oh, hell?" Wow, that's <laughs> yeah. Facebook with memories, and I'm lucky. I was like, "Well, delete, got to get rid of it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the one I never got into. I was like, I'm good. I don't know what the hell's going on. That was the yeah, technology I, thing that I was like, I don't understand this. I don't. Derek's active on it. I have a couple of friends that are only on Snapchat. So uh, it's, it's weird. Yeah. And, and the older I get, the problem with this is that I forget what we were, what we were talking about. And so, uh, you know, they'll reply. There'll be nothing there for me to reference. <laughs> yeah, and I'll just, I, I don't. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> don't read the reply right away. And then you check it like a couple of days later. Like, what the fuck is this yeah. about? <laughs> what? Bro, that was that. so funny. What was? Uh, was I drunk? What Quick, did I say? Quickly refresh me. <laughs> Derek, I think I got some other videos I didn't post to. Um, well, feel free to send them my way. Uh, I'd love to... to, to experience that <laughs> yeah that was at the uh capital one arena where i have seen kansas beat georgetown before so uh it was pretty good but yeah I, kansas is um i think talent wise on paper it's national title or bus um so at least you start to in, say i've seen kansas i thought we we're still talking music my apologies <laughs> The band plays. If little got, little dust in the wind. Carry carry on my wayward son. Yeah, yeah. We love all Kansas. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah. Those are the only songs I know. Um, right. I just exhausted my entire catalog, and I'm sorry. I... <laughs> that's the only ones that anybody knows. No, I, fair, so. <laughs> I, I I think you're right. I think uh, one one of the things that impressed me a lot, and you know. You could say that Michigan State is, is you know, maybe a, a, a shell of what they have, you know, have been in the past, but it's still Michigan State. It's still Izzo, and so it's still a, a program that, you yeah. know, you go in there and thump, thump them like we did. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. And, and so, you know, I did, you know, to your point, yeah, I think there's some pieces in place. And, and yeah. you know, um, it, it's fun already seeing Bill Self do, you know, his, his chess game with his players in terms of, mm -hmm. His press conferences and things, he'll he'll you know he'll say yeah he's you know he's a good player, but you know and, and so he's always really good at, at challenging these guys and pushing them. You know he didn't start Remy Martin that first game. I know that that was the message of. I know. So it's you know we we got good players in good hands. You know. 
Yes, there's a guy Remy, on Kansas named Remy Martin. <laughs> Remy Martin like the booze. So he's yeah, a, no, I'm tracking. <laughs> he's a transfer from Arizona State. He was Pac-12 first team last he's year. All, he's an All-American candidate. Yeah, he averages 20 a game. Um, and he wasn't Bill. Nice. He wasn't doing what Bill Self wanted. Bill Self benched his ass already. Nice. So, yeah, you know, I like when a coach does could, that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Bill is the king of backhanded compliments, right? He'll say something very nice yeah. about the players, and then he'll come in. <laughs> but you know, he, he needs to he needs to rebound a little bit better. He just he always comes in with a zinger. He's a little soft. If he says soft, oh my gosh, he just annihilates that that person. Like <laughs> you can't be calling those kids soft. They're only eighteen, and he'll just the next press cops. Well, they're a little soft, so. <laughs> Well, that's it. like a reporter will ask him, be like, oh, you know, you know, Remy Martin is incredible. He is absolutely a dominant player who is going to make an impact on this team. And Bill will be like, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know about that. Uh, but what I do know is that he's playing a little soft. And, and, and there's some things we need to work on. Uh, but not. Nah, yeah, exactly. He's not doing what I ask him to do. Um, he does that. Yeah, we're going to have a good year. So. Yeah, he's the king of that. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Are there any yeah. other threats coming yeah. out of the Big 12 this year? Uh, Texas, potentially, but they have – almost their entire team is transfers, so they have to figure all that out. They have a couple returning players, but it's with a new coach, so – Yep, uh, it's all new there. Yeah, Chris Beard, who was at Texas Tech and had a lot of success there. Yeah, he's at Texas. He's – I find I think he's a way better coach than Shaka Smart, so Texas was smart in that regard, but – uh, I don't know if it'll click for them. They have the talent, though. Um, and then Baylor still has some talent there. Uh, but I don't think they'll be as good defensively as they have been the past couple of years. Fair enough. Eric, I'm sure you remember. I, I, I told you when Shaka Smart came over to the Big 12 how excited I was. I just thought that he was going to be good for the conference. You've seen what he did, you know, uh, previously. And I just thought – I honestly thought that he was going to take that program to the next level. But I, you know – that that didn't happen so i don't yeah. i don't i don't know what that was uh he didn't run the same system that he did in in uh vcu so all of a sudden because he was at this big program he didn't get the same type of players he didn't you know because they they did that full court press stuff and all that and they right. didn't they never ran it at texas um and you know he started going after big men and five-star recruits and that just that isn't what made him successful uh you can do that if it fits the system you're running but he he wasn't the type of coach to design a system around what he has. He was the type to bring people into his system. So I think that's where he messed up. I think he'll probably be successful again in Marquette um, because I think he'll, he'll will have learned that lesson um, and he's not going to yeah. be able to get those yeah. recruits anymore. Uh, but yeah. I thought he would have had more success. Uh, part of the problem was though, he came out and uh, you know, he poked the bear his first press conference when he said, talked about how successful he was because VCU beat Kansas in the Elite Eight one year. And, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I think Bill kind of wasn't ever going to let that go away. And I don't think any, the rest of the Big 12 liked it either, to be honest. So, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, he just didn't – you know, he was starting to recruit even better. He's getting a lot of people that – some that would have went to Kansas, but he just couldn't make it work. You know, he's getting people to NBA, but – that's the thing Rick Barnes is actually yeah, – yeah, go ahead. It's, it's just a different coaching philosophy when you have, you know, some of these, you know, like say a mid-major program where, you, where you've got kids on your roster that are just, I mean, 
they haven't been highly touted. They're not, um, you know, they, they don't, the red carpet don't roll out for these guys. And so that translates into scrappy. I'm hungry. Um, sure. You know, I, like WSU, WSU is similar to that with what Greg Marshall did. Um, and so, so yeah, to your point, I think it's just a, you get a different group of kids. And so you've got to kind of change your, your coaching philosophy. And I think that's to your point, I think that's probably where he fell flat a little bit. Yeah. So he, probably why he'll have success at Marquette. Yeah. That's right. I, I think he'll go back to what made him successful at VCU. Um, yep. Yeah. You know, yep. those, and I think uh, you, those, those kids that are hungrier are a lot are easier to coach a lot of times. Um, they're not necessarily yep. worried about getting drafted. So uh, yep. not that big of a deal. But yeah, uh, but also Rick Barnes is a damn good coach. You know, I think maybe people thought he wasn't as good as he was, but he made Texas a successful program and they probably should have kept him because he's turned Tennessee around. Tennessee is a, a threat in the SEC almost every year now. And he was a better recruiter ultimately um, with the pieces he needed. So, I mean, anybody who can get Kevin Durant to come from D.C. Uh, into Austin is is doing something right. 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 Yeah. But I, I, Chris Beard is a phenomenal coach. I think they'll do well with him as long as they're a little bit patient. I don't think he's going to, you know, all of a sudden be uh, their version of Coach K or Bill Self or anybody. Um, they just have to let it kind of build. Where was Beard previously? Texas Tech. And That's then right. you mentioned that before. My yeah, apologies. Yeah. And, and, you know, they went to a national title game. So. Yeah, he did a hell of a job there. No doubt about it. Yeah, they were a t- they're a tough team, you know. Um, so he's he's a damn good coach, and he, he's going to go to the SEC yep. and he's going to have a lot of success. So, yep. Where do you see well, some uh, threats in other conferences this season? Um, or some teams yeah. that 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 have you know aspirations yeah. of making a Gonzaga's sweet sixteen day. Gonzaga looks good. I don't know about UCLA yet. Um, We'll see how the season shakes out. Pac-12 is always a little weird, um, but they had a good win already. Um, I think they beat Nova, and Villanova is going to be good again. Um, I think Duke will be back this year. Memphis. Yeah, Memphis potentially. We'll see how Penny actually does. Clearly, he can recruit. Yeah, but um, yeah, he's got one of the best recruiting classes of the of the you know the, the country. So we'll they see. had that last year too. So it didn't really. Yeah, that's true. Yet. That's true. Um, I think Duke Duke should be better. Uh, Kentucky should be better. They should both be back in the tourney. So they're always a threat. Um, you know, Big Ten. I'm not too sure about yet. Uh, I think Michigan State was picked middle of the pack, so they expect Big Ten to be really good. Uh, but we'll see. Big Twi- Big Big Ten hasn't won a national title since 2000. Yeah. So, you know, that who, was Michigan. Who's preseason fit to win that Big Ten? Did, did I, I don't remember. Um, but I know Michigan State was right. It might be Illinois. Um, yeah. It could be Michigan. Michigan was ranked really high, too, actually. It might have been Michigan. They just lost, though. But they're really high. And I think Ohio State's picked pretty high, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're dead on with that. I don't um, – you know, I think you'll, you'll have your perennial – you know, blue blood, blue blood present for the most part. Um, but I think, I, I do think that, you know, especially after last season and even a few seasons, you know, prior to that, you, you're starting to see some of these, um, you know, mid majors or some of these, you know, quote unquote sleepers um, mm-hmm. really be able to make an impact and make a run. And I think that's good for the game. I think it's good for the tournament. I think it's good for 
um, you know, I, I think it's great just for the game in general. And I think that'll be a, that'll be a, a repeat this year. Now, can they hang with you know the likes of, of Rock Chalk Nation? Doubtful, but, uh, <laughs> but I think there's there's a few that can make some noise. I think. Yeah, for sure. We'll see and, if I can get back into college hoops again. It's been a couple of years. It's so good. It's so I, I believe it. It's a bit. It's been tough. It's been tough to get to. I watch a lot of sports, man. <laughs> I know, I know, man. Especially ESPN has so much NHL now. God, I know. Crazy. I've been so watching much. too much Islanders. They're losing too many games. Uh... <laughs> yeah, no. College basketball should be good. Um, I, it's going to be. Yeah, I think the 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 normal powerhouses are going to be there. Um, yeah. We'll see, though. Uh, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, Gonzaga will be one or two all year because they're in a shitty conference and they're already number one. So, but they won last year, right? I think Baylor did. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, and that's another okay, reason right why... now. I'm watching. Yeah. I said, oh, right now I'm watching Memphis and West Kentucky, uh, Western Kentucky, and they're and they're handling business there. It looks like they're three and zero, so they'll they'll move to four and zero after tonight. Uh, obviously, Western Kentucky not phenomenal competition, but I again yeah. just back what? to the Memphis thing. Like Since I, when? I think they make some noise. Western Kentucky's <laughs> normally they, you know, every couple of years they're in the tourney though. They usually win their conference and they're pretty good. Uh, yeah, Memphis they should. I mean, he, he's gonna have to start getting res- results, otherwise, you know, being Penny is not gonna help him in recruiting anymore. So. Uh, but so far, it's just been people he coached in AAU. So I want to see how yeah. his recruiting does in a couple of years once that he, he doesn't have a personal relationship with him. Yeah. Maybe I'm just grabbing onto him because I'm just like an early 90s, you know, basketball yeah. fan growing up. <laughs> like, well, see, that was kind Martin of the question. <laughs> that's kind of the question I was about to ask is like, how many of these kids ever saw him play? Yeah, but how many of right. their parents yeah. probably did? That's true. That's yeah, really true. what recruiting is all about. Yeah. Uh, apart, from, yeah. apart from the shoe money in basketball, because that contributes a lot when you're top five or when you're a five star, but you got to win the parents, right? And they, they always talk about the best recruiters, Saban or what, you know, okay, they, they get the parents. That's how they get them. We're going to take care of your child. We're going to make him a man. He's going to be good. You know, yep. Yeah. You know, that whole thing. Yeah. We will protect him and keep him safe. I just want, I just want some of that dude buying me a new house money. Zion's yeah. Zion's family got hooked up, and so did Marcus Bagley. Yeah. These are nice houses. <laughs> well, 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 now with NIL, they'll stuff. be able to. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's legal now. It's <laughs> rock and roll. Yep. I don't remember who it was, but somebody I was just reading they got a Porsche for doing a couple of commercials or something like this. I mean, it's, it's going to be it's going to be wild on some of these major programs, some of these top notch players. You know what kind of stuff they can bring in. Yeah, I'm interested to see if it ultimately kills college sports as we know it and we essentially get semi-pro power five uh but you know we'll see and so so that's kind of what i'm i'm, I'm stuck in between because it's like you know I, I'm, i've never been a fan and i've always argued against um these one and done kids because i don't i i don't think it does anything um you know for nc2a basketball i don't think it's good um you know in general for for the game at the, at the collegiate level um, and so, I've, you know, I've always been a big proponent to send them on, send them on, send them on. 
mm-hmm. my deal now is that some of those who maybe just would go on now they've got an opportunity to make some cash. So are we going to have more kids that, that's sort of just lingering around? Yeah, that's a possibility. Especially, you know especially, what I mean? But that that I think that that's more of a possibility at powerhouses that have that yeah. Oh, yeah. revenue. So like you know Kansas, Kentucky, yeah. Duke, UCLA. Those kids just gonna stay because they don't want the pay cut, like legit now. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. so, so let me ask you, Eric. Eric, is it so? I, I think it's a double-edged sword. So you're you're probably gonna be able to bring some good players into your program. You know, we'll just use Kansas as an example um, because of that. Mm-hmm. You know, so at the same, but at the same time, you're gonna have lots of kids who really are honestly just there for that year or what you know, just for the NIL deal, and mm-hmm. then they split. So. Can you bring in good players and win ball games? Yes. Is it good for your program long term? Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, well. I'm more worried about um, those. You know, Power Five is going to be fine. They're going to exist, but is it going to kill mid majors? Is it going to kill the turn the tournament as we know it? And Bob Huggins has already mentioned it himself. He he doesn't he doesn't understand why the Power Five just doesn't have their own tournament. Like not even do this. Yeah, I mean, NCAA is dying. It's going to go away in in its current form. And he's like, sooner well, rather than later. Why don't we just have our own tournament? And then you know, mid majors are done. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I hope I hope not. I, I think you know maybe yeah, moving, you know fans of college sports. Man, I hope not. You know, that's the conference realignments suck. Uh, without I, without the mid majors, you don't have the Butler moments. You don't have that VCU yeah. moment. You don't have Norfolk State upsetting uh, – who'd they upset in the tournament? I can't remember who it was when they were the 15 seed. Mizzou. Uh, yeah, it was either Mizzou or Duke because yeah, Duke like, as a two seed that year too. Yeah, like you, you don't have those moments. And, like, I understand where Huggy Bear's coming from with that statement, but at the same time it's like that's what the – like when you watch the tournament, like the one shining moment, that's kind of like what it's about. Like It's also – that that's kind of all the NCAA still has. Is yeah. that tournament? That's their main revenue, right? So college sports, the college football makes it for the schools and the conferences, but what makes the NCAA's a lot of their revenue is that tournament. Yep. So, you know, basket the college basketball landscape, they see how football is doing it. Football doesn't re- really need the NCAA anymore, and they've essentially killed. You know, you you, you can't even be a group of five and get into the to the playoff right now. So. Well, that's to Sean's point, and that's the difference. So, you know, you know, there, there's four playoff teams in college football. You know, generally speaking, do they get it right? Yeah. I mean, if you know, in college football, if you get some of these, you know, mid-major programs that, that you know, went undefeated or one or two losses, they're going to get worked. We all know that. And so, you know, so they get it right. But to Sean's point, in this tournament, you know, do do, do the big, you know, is the big five going to win the, the natty? Yeah. You know, nine times out of 10 for sure. Mm-hmm. But it does give you so many awesome moments along the way. Oh, well, and, fan, and, you know, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so I, I don't know. I, I hope that, I hope it does go away. Cause that's my just, favorite time of year. Know, man. <laughs> how colleges think, how, how they think about revenue and bringing in money. Oh, I know. Your power I five, know. bringing in all this money. How do we do it? Well, let's just get rid of mid majors. That way we can play longer. We only have to risk so it's funny. I got goosebumps thinking about this one right now, which is kind of weird because I'm not even a big fan of this team. But remember when Georgia State had that big upset and the, the kid who made the big three, his dad was the coach. His dad had just broken his foot yeah. like during the uh, celebration after they won their conference. They hit the three, falls off yeah. his stool and everything. 
Like that's yeah. some that's just awesome shit. Like you wouldn't get that without I, all that stuff. I, and like I 100% agree, but that yeah. that's part of my worry with the NIL yep. and all this shit. You know, NCAA needs to go. I thought that for a long time. It's an archaic. They the, the institutions is stupid. Like it's just idiotic. Um, it's just swindling money. Yeah. It makes it's a nonprofit that makes the same with the NFL, a nonprofit that, that makes billions of dollars, right? So you're like, it's okay, how are you a nonprofit? But <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll see how it shakes out. I hope not. You know, I hope the traditions of college sports are what hold it together, but you know, money, money talks. So, but here, but, but okay, well, let's let it keep speaking. And so, so the way I look at it is this there are so many people who, you know, for the most part are completely unplugged from college basketball for, you know, nine, 10 months out of the year. And then all of a sudden, everybody's a college basketball fan. So they're, they're paying attention. They're buying gear, you know, local economies all over the country explode because everybody's going out watching these games. You've got all these, you know, all these online sites are hosting these bracket challenges. The advertising is now in front of new eyes that you would never, ever have. And, but you can't say the same for college football. You know, there, you know, we've got housewives and, and, you know, kids and people all over America who are participating in the NCAA basketball postseason, but in college football, that, that demographic could give a damn, you know? And so it is about the dollar and, and there's lots of other ways to make that dollar, like you said, Eric, but I, I hope that they at least consider, you know, the, the impact, the overall breadth of the, of the, yeah. the impact that, that, that it has, you know, in, in terms of the people they're bringing in, the new eyes that are on them every year. For sure. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. Yeah. Uh, still, there, there's going to be a tournament format regardless. So uh, it just depends on if they want to kill the NCAA and then stay greedy, or if they just want to kill the NCAA and then kind of just do a similar thing to what they're doing now. Which it, they yeah. can do it either way. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Cheers to that. <laughs> what are you sipping on there, Eric? Uh, it's a Maryland beer. It's a citrus okay. IPA, Tropicana. Very good. Whenever you like ever it. come out here, Derek, we will have we will have some. We can go to the actual brewery if you prefer. We can have it there. Well, see, everywhere I travel, I, I do. I have to do. I have to eat local, and I have to drink local, and so uh, I would love to try. I, that, I will that say, um, Maryland is one of the best states for that. They love their own shit. Um, like <laughs> in Annapolis, if 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 a chain r- restaurant moves in, they put up billboards next to it to keep <laughs> Annapolis local. It's it's crazy, right? I, I, Maryland's I great. It. It's a huge craft beer thing, and I don't mean like. It's just there's so many local breweries now, and you know the food. It's all seafood and stuff around here anyway, so it's all caught. You'll bag. never be to a state that loves its flag more either. It's an awesome flag. Like it's a I good flag. Here. Don't know about I got, no. It's it's so weird. I got here and I was like, what the fuck is with this weird? <laughs> me- confusing. It's just what, what's with this weird Renaissance fair flag everywhere? Finally, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's the Maryland flag. And you know, and I just keep I keep seeing it, and then I think about it, and I read the history. And I was like, you know what? That's a fucking awesome flag. Fuck, now like, I, I feel like when I see it, I should be I should be larping and eating like a large turkey leg, like I'm at some kind of Renaissance festival, it's, it's and maybe like you know, sword fighting. It's like a legit 
flag though, like a country would have. It's so it's cool. based off it of cool. the guy who partially founded Maryland for the most part. It was his family's like flag from fucking England. This is crazy. It looks like the something off of Braveheart. They got they got into his head. They they, they, they did got, it. They did one hundred percent. One hundred percent. But because then I look at some other states' flags, like that flag sucks. You guys need other, to step up no. your game. You know what flag really sucks? The Georgia flag. It is it is <laughs> awful. Well, it used to have a little. It used comfort. to have some. Well, they had to change it for certain they reasons. They had to change it, and they're like, but, oh, uh, <laughs> we don't want to mess with this. Yeah, we don't. We, we don't need to have the stars and bars on here anymore. Let's. Gonna... Yeah. And so that's it. Make some <laughs> changes. Again. Pretty much every damn state in the South had that. They had the yeah. stars and bars somewhere in their state flag. So it's that's Maryland's is so unique that it, I just like it now. Yeah, it's cool. It looks like a soccer team's uh, logo or something like. It, it yeah it's yeah I don't know yeah Renaissance cool. Fair one hundred percent like I do love how yeah, the University yeah. of Maryland incorporates it into all of their uniforms. It's fucking great, yeah. And plus everything they do well, through Under Armour, which is a that, local that, company helps, and everything helps else. The founder of Under Armour is an alum. Like yeah. same with Oregon and Nike. Yeah. So it does help. Absolutely. So but all right. Shall we move on to the NFL? So one of the big stories of the past week is uh, not only do the Pats look incredible, but An- Antonio Brown fake COVID card. Yeah. Who could have seen Antonio Brown pulling something crazy? He's <laughs> like a pretty straight laced fellow. <laughs> Listen, I don't like I, to be, I'm being 100% honest. I've, I've had opinions about the COVID thing. I've had, you know, whatever. You make a valid point about like the Aaron Rodgers thing last week, just where like own it. if he just said the NFL, the NFL shady, whatever, like all right, fine, just own it. Yep. Other but, like A B getting a fake COVID card is the funniest shit in the world <laughs> because we can't even prove if it's real or not. First of all, second of all, it's co- the they story's can. coming from his personal chef. They, they can prove it <laughs> because whatever state he's in, it, it's going to be registered somewhere. Yeah, but then they like. How they would prove that, I don't know, without getting into HIPAA and all that stuff. But, yeah, just fucking own it. Who cares? Yeah, but this one's funny. It's hilarious. I just remember that I just remember that fake IDs used to be a very different thing than what they are now. <laughs> now, we're, now it's like, you know, I'm trying to get into a bar, have some drinks, and this dude's got his fake COVID card out. So it's, it's, it's a whole other world we live in. <laughs> Good. Are you, Pandemics I just change everything. I don't even care if you're 21. Are you... You, you, did you get your shots? <laughs> Very no, I'm here for I'm here for shots, but here's my COVID card. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't. I love it. So you know, if you want to not get it, then don't get it. Right? The NFL doesn't even have a mandate, so that's another thing I don't. They don't even have a mandate. Florida definitely doesn't have a mandate. <laughs> what? No. Well, why do you need a fake card? <laughs> I don't even understand. Just you don't have to wear the mask around the facility come on <laughs> even then if you wore it on his chin nobody would say anything he's got it on, on. the whole goddamn game like there's always <laughs> something over your head it's fine yeah i just just own it but I just, funny yeah i just wish i would have got out in front of this thing because i know a lot of people back in the day who made a ton of money making fake driver's license if mm-hmm. i would have thought about it i could have <laughs> set up a hell of an empire making so, fake uh, covid cards 
So the, I will just let me caveat. Uh, fake driver's license, misdemeanor state. Fake COVID card, probably federal felony. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're get some ideas. It's at least a federal yeah. charge. Might might be a misdemeanor, <laughs> but it's a federal. It's, it's a, so weird that it's a federal it's, charge. It's a CDC form. So just like you can't wow. fake Department of Defense forms. Yeah. You know, uh, driver's license is a form. Wow. Local. Yeah. Yeah, man. They, I don't okay. I don't think never mind. Never mind. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think they would go through all that of putting you on trial unless you're literally distributing thousands of them, but per day <laughs> i guess I'll, i guess i'll cancel my website no name i've already got one set up and i never mind <laughs> like, did you go with us uh to texas when we went and got fake ids there's literally a place in texas that everyone in college knew about really you would drive down yeah I, it, was, I by that it was in dallas you would drive down and this guy and they would put this all they would put is uh It'd be, it'd be an ID and it would even have um, some of the holograms and it would just say it would have, um, you know, not for like legal purposes or whatever, just like fake. And it and they even tell you now, don't take an eraser to that because it'll come off. <laughs> All right. So you just take an eraser and it comes right off. No, this is how dumb I was. I literally took um, the information of somebody else into our uh, driver's yeah. license office. I told him that I had lost it at the club the night before, um, you know, so I, I was trying to use the lingo so I could, you know, I could fit right in. And I was shaking so much. I got to the desk and I was, oh, I was dude, literally just shaking. I, could, I, was I, I, oh, I know exactly how you were back then. Oh my gosh. I can picture it in my head. Oh my. It and probably so I, took so hours I, I, to even I, go in. I had, well, a buddy of mine, Dan, Dan was with me. Yeah. And so he, he, I said, um, the only thing that I could think to say, I said, um, I got to pee. And they're like, okay. So I like, I run in, I go, I go pee. I'm like splashing water on my face. I come out and they're like, Oh, you're good to go. Just go stand over there for your picture. And I was like, Holy shit. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, dude, that's, that's phenomenal. Yeah. I could I know you were probably so nervous about it for like days whenever you're planning it. It's like, I don't know if I can yeah. do, do it. I, I know exactly. Yeah. How it was. Yeah, it was terrifying. That was one thing. I never had a fake ID. Well, you didn't miss out on much because most of the time you were too terrified to use the fucking thing. <laughs> Unless you were already drunk. And you're like, yeah, let's go out. I'm already drunk. Let's go. So. Well, and my, on my fake ID, my name was James French. And so I like to throw that around. It just sounded flashy when I'd show up to the club. I'd say, no, it's, it's me, James French. Uh, and so I people call me Jim. <laughs> Shout out to James French, by the way. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. <laughs> I recognize that name. Yeah. Just go check the old uh, yearbook. You'll find him right away. Uh, <laughs> but so the Pats, after a dominating performance against the Falcons last night. Yeah, I think they could Coach win the, the AFC East. Yeah, I mean, just a couple weeks ago, you yep. weren't convinced they were a decent team at all, Sean. Yeah, no, I mean, how quickly things change. Um, yeah. NFL season's quick. If you don't like what's going on, blink. It'll you know change for you. Um, <laughs> it's like the weather. 
but uh, no, they Mac Jones coming into his own. Uh, the defense is playing well. Obviously, Belichick's the best coach in the league, bar none. Um, has been for 20 yep. years. Continues to not evolve, but yet still win. Um, they have two big games against Buffalo in the coming weeks. Uh, that will definitely decide the AFC East. So it's very interesting. The only, I'm not excited about Pat's fans uh, being as, as excited as they are, but it, it you know, as an analyst, as a sports analyst that I like to claim that I am, they are uh, they're definitely a threat this post this the rest of the season into the postseason. Yeah, they're a solid team. They always are. The scary part is they could because Tennessee will probably fall off a little bit without Henry. I mean, they haven't yet. Um, mm. They could. If the Pats play well enough and maybe steal a win from the Bills and, and win some games, continue to win games down the stretch and the Bills falter a little bit, the Pats could get that first round bye. You have to get the, the yeah. Yeah, because no one in the it wouldn't surprise wants to be in first. No. I mean, especially with the Titans, like that—that's kind of the thing. I mean, the North isn't pulling away; they're—they're they're all beating each other up. The West, we've seen what the Chiefs have been going through as well. Some of the other teams in that division, the East, the Bills are up and down. The Pats are kind of week by week getting better and better. It's kind of a not something I'm excited about. Not even a little bit. When when you've got the goat as the coach, there's just something to be said about. You know, uh, great leadership, but but not only just great leadership, but but somebody who's been there, done it for a very long time. And and I think that, that they're always going to be a threat when you've got that. Um, you know, he 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 knows how to he, he damn sure knows how to coach up uh, uh, quarterbacks. You know, we've seen what he's done with Mac Jones and just the, the progress that he's made, especially. And and I think this is this is really you know kind of. Uh, uh, points it out even more. Look at the whole draft class. Look at every quarterback that came up in Max class and what they're doing um, this season. And I don't think there's anybody in the ballpark. And I think that is a direct reflection of the coaching uh, that, he, that he's getting from Bill, who helped mold the greatest quarterback of all time. You know, there's always the debate of, you know, was it Tom or was it Bill? In the beginning, yeah, it was Bill. And so uh, he's doing that same thing with Mac. And so there's just something to be said with a great coach, great leader who's been there, done it. And he's, he's just doing what Bill does. So yeah, and also I, I think he defensively he game plans better than anybody in the league. Mm-hmm. He knows Absolutely. how to your top threats, and um, he's taking at least one away, no matter what. So, yep. No last night was Pitts. Pitts only had a couple targets. He's covered all night. Um, Matt Ryan couldn't get anything going elsewhere. They had no run game. I mean, it was it was almost too easy. <laughs> Since it was twenty-eight to three, the Pats have since scored like sixty-something straight points on the Falcons. <laughs> what whatever happened to Matty Ice, by the way? So I wonder if we always just kind of overblew his talent because of the receivers he had and some of the offensive line he had. Um, Possibly when when you have guys like Tony Gonzalez, Julio Jones, uh, Calvin Ridley was. Uh, Calvin Ridley was made better by the other guys that were on the team as well because best corner would then go after Julio as opposed to being on him. I mean, it just – it gave him more options and better windows to throw into. Um, sure. 
I don't think Matt Matt Ryan is a bad quarterback, but obviously with anybody, if you don't have the talent around you, you can't be as efficient as you once were. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. And and to that point, that's what to me is so impressive of what Bill does with his quarterbacks because you know, it last few seasons Tom, he didn't have anybody around him. I mean, um, you know, Mac, I haven't watched enough Pats games to, to, to speak, you know, too intelligently, but I, I don't, there's nobody that jumps off the paper on that offensive roster Absolutely that not, is no. just a, a, you know, a world burner. So to see, you know, what he does with those quarterbacks with the lack of, of, you know, sort of top shelf talent around those quarterbacks, again, uh, I, and I'm not a Pats fan. I'm, I'm not a, you know, a Bill Belichick fan per se, but I, I but I am a Bill respecter and, and um, you know, respect what he's done and how he does it because it's it's impressive. Because you, yep. to your point, you see other teams with with other good quarterbacks who don't have those pieces around and how they sort of falter. Um, and uh, to me, that just points right back at the coach. He does a great job of getting his guys to play. I don't want to say boring football because it's not boring. It gets the job done. But it, like, they don't have to go for the big play. Like he's okay if they right. if that first receiver is covered, immediately go to a checkdown. Like that's move the ball can constantly move. If you're moving forward, you're going to have success. Like, and that's right. a big thing. A lot of, a lot of younger quarterbacks, like you look at Zach Wilson for, as a prime example, I'm a Jets fan. I'm gonna throw him out there. He's always looking to extend the play to try to go push the ball downfield instead of looking at what else he has that could just continue to keep the drive going. And that's sure. something he's either got to grow out of. He's got to learn or he'll never learn. And it'll just be the Jets are drafting another quarterback in three years. Like, it's just he – he's found two guys in the past 20-something years that he's been able to – they don't have the most talent in the world. They're not the, you know, most athletic guys in the world. Look at their pictures from their time at, like, the uh, – like Brady's picture from the Combine. Look at Mac Jones in the <laughs> locker room. Like, these guys Smoking aren't – cigar. <laughs> yeah. These guys aren't fitness models. They're not, like – they're not – Obviously, they're not machines in the fucking gym. There's regular guys who can read a defense. But that's all he wants them to be. They can make the throws, and they're smart enough to take what the defense is giving them. And a lot of quarterbacks are not doing that. They want the big play. They want the big yardage gain. They want to put more pressure on the defense when, in actuality, the most pressure you can put on defense is having long sustained drives because all it's going to do is keep them on the field longer and tire them out as the game goes on. Well, it's, a, it's about, you know, it's about base hits and not home runs. I mean, to me, base hits win ball games. Home runs are flashy. It's what everybody wants to see there. It's fine. Um, but to me, it's always about base hits. And, and that's the same, you know, same thing, same thing with the game of football. It's, it's take your check downs, take your reads, run the football. Well, block, you know, do your assignments. Um, will, the, will the home runs or the big plays come as a result of that? Sure. But that's not, that's not ever the goal necessarily. It's, it's like you said, it's, it's hard to lose when the football's moving forward. Mm -hmm. And if the football's always moving forward, you're going to put yourself in a position to win every single time. And that's, and that's, I think, you know, again, what, what just, just speaks to, to what kind of coach he is. He's, he's a, he's a base hit guy and those base hits translate into uh, lots of championships and hardware as it turns out. So, <laughs> well, it's kind of funny too. Like as, as we're talking about this, when you look at the uh, the game, like you're talking about base hits and drives and everything else, is uh, ball control, right? 
there's a reason why every time my team has 40 minutes of ball control and loses, the announcers make Bingo. a big deal of it. Because you guys talking about Chicago so, Bears? N- well, ball control. Not in this instance, but that, that is a good point. Um, but there's a reason they bring up bring that up is because it's not common. If you control the ball, you like we were talking about, have have those sustained drives. You're gonna win more times than not. Not the Chicago touched. Bears. <laughs> just as long as a ref doesn't hip check you you're gonna win those games that game. uh, there you it, go. it helps not to have matt Nagy as your head coach so that that as well <laughs> he's he's not from he's not a bill belichick he's not he's a uh very very he poor, did not fall off that poop. very very <laughs> poor poor man's andy reed by the way everybody likes to talk about uh bill's son steve because he's an interesting fellow that dude yeah. had a sty on his eye the size of a fucking basketball. Like, it was insane. That man needs to go to a doctor. Good God. He's licking yeah. the air. He's got a sty the size of just like a goiter on his fucking eyeball. Good God. <laughs> Bill, I know you dress like I a can... slob, but Christ, you have enough money. Take your son to the doc. <laughs> I feel like we all went to a high school who that dude reminds us of. Like, like we can all be like, "Oh yeah, I know who that was." He's just a he's a he's a crazy kooky dude, man. <laughs> See, I told you. <laughs> the kid that would like do that Gleek thing where like he'd spit between his teeth at people and shit like that. That kid, that's Steve Belichick. Like a speed, like a yeah. cobra, like six feet away. Like, I yeah, how you do that. <laughs> But you see, like big you're disgusting down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm redact his name. Uh, so, but, uh, I doubt he'll yeah, hear. A man who you never know. <laughs> Listen, I just James moved to Grant Maryland, but if he's still in awesome. Georgia, he'll hit me with that spit. It's gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how. It'll hit me in the back of the neck. Like, what the fuck? Uh, oh. Since Johnny's not on the pod, we could bring this up and have a good chuckle at it. Jay Glazer reporting that the Browns are considering. You know, it's true. Not resigning Baker. Yeah, but Jay Glazer is usually money. Yeah. He doesn't scoop a lot, but when he does, it's almost always true. So that is interesting. Um, We've kind of discussed it um, a little bit already. I've been saying it since last year. No, I know, but but it's just now that it's like out there, it's no longer not as much speculation. It's more like okay, the Browns are actually thinking about this. And I, as a fan of a team that has a terrible history, but still better than the Browns, um, doesn't make sense to me. I I think they're just weighing options, right? So um, they're not fully committed because they're could be potential for them to go after a very big fish so, uh, yeah. yeah you know well, you know i've been teasing it a bit honestly if aaron Rodgers is available you got to make the play you go after aaron Rodgers. if deshaun watson doesn't end up in jail you probably go after deshaun watson in this case um there's going to be people available that that are better than baker so uh, you know i i would and I, and I don't watch enough uh, Browns football to talk intelligently. So, so Johnny, uh, give me some okay. grace here. 
Nobody does. Uh, <laughs> but, but how, how, how many how many big fish can you throw in that little pond um, and still not see success? You know, and, and to me, it kind of just goes back to what we were talking about with like Patriots. Like you've got, you know, a bunch of kind of no namers who, who seem to just go out and, exactly. and do their thing because they've got great coaching. But how many big names do you have to bring to Cleveland to, to at least think that you're going to have a shot? Like they've been there, done it, tried it, right? I, I don't, it, is Baker really the, the problem in Cleveland? Is he really that well, bad? Of, is his quarterback play really that bad? You could argue we have all these big fish and we're not performing. The coach has done pretty well, so what does that leave, right? And yeah, also, it's second season. He's going into his third. The GM's going into his third. You know, and the seat starts getting a little hot if you're not yep. making the playoffs, and especially when this team, in some people's eyes, was a potential Super Bowl winner, and now they're lucky to be 500. So, uh, the worst yeah. thing to have is expectations. Mm-hmm. It honestly, yeah, a lot of times, right? So, and is there a fan base that's never had them? Is there a Ryan Tannehill out there for them? You know, they find a a QB that comes in, Sam Darnold, and has well, Sam Darnold's not that, but uh, that has success, (laughs) maybe, you know, possibly, possibly. I got an idea for the Browns, got an idea. Minnesota, their cap is dog shit. So, so it, that brings up something. Kirk Cousins and Zimmer are probably gone after this year. Just get ready to say Kirk's name. Kirk has a history with the Browns' coach, so yep. um, maybe. Could I, that be if they I don't, don't think... hit on one of the bigger fish? Could <laughs> yeah. that be a move they make? I would go <laughs> to Kirk Cousins over Baker, but. You know? I might actually. <laughs> nah, man. No. He's got like 18 TDs and three picks this year. So like he's having he a good season. Very, he does very well against teams that he's supposed to do very well against. He does not do well against any team that is on their level or better. Hmm. How do you like that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, he never. I mean, wins. to be fair, he's had a better career than the guy they drafted in the first round that year. Yeah. For sure, but that's also if RG three doesn't blow out his knee, is that is that the case? So that's fair. All I know is RG three's doing a passable job as a color commentator on college football games. Kirk Cousins still playing on Sunday. Yep. Um, No, uh, uh, I mean I think you know, I think it's going after, and also, who knows what Baker's demands for his next contract are. They can't be that high. They can't be. They could be. They could be. I mean, he knows what everyone's getting paid. He was a first. He was a. He's a top pick. He he also knows the Browns probably don't actually have many other options. Um, Man, that's. I would at least like to see him get into his own place because him living at that stadium to me. (laughs) I I feel bad for the guy. You know. Uh, Always at work. It sounds drafty, right? <laughs> so, uh, his, yeah, his utilities that that uh, he needs more money. That that has to be into the millions. And that stadium was right by the water there too. Like it's it's and then it windy gets, in the winter. You know, it gets full of people from Cleveland, and so, that's the worst yeah. part. Yeah, trying to clean that thing afterwards just can't be good. 
You can't get rid of the smell. <laughs> Cleaning up the dog pound. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. <laughs> well, so that, that brings up another point. If he didn't have good commercials, would they even consider keeping him at all? <laughs> I got to be honest with you, though. He does pretty good in the commercials. I think he's kind of funny. I think he's... Yeah, I think he's. I think he does a good job. So I do too. Yeah, I think maybe that's post why. playing career, he's going to be a, a guy that not not going to be Romo, but I think he could be a guy that does. Color so commentary. number one, no one saw Romo coming. That's no true. one. He's that's true. He's awesome, and that's coming he's from amazing. an Eagles fan, man. He's a ama- he's the best. I like, I like listening to Troy Aikman too. Oh, salty so Troy. Salty Troy when he starts getting mad at the at the like crappy game is the best. I don't understand yeah. the people that hate Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. I don't understand. I don't either. I love Joe Buck. So do I. He's hilarious. He doesn't bother me at all. He doesn't bother me at all. Like, especially now that Joe Buck owns who he is. It's the funniest shit ever. Buck will needle Troy a little bit. He'll he'll know he's, like, getting annoyed in the game, and he'll just be like, hey, Troy, what do you think about this play here? Wow, Joe. (laughs) I I don't understand, Joe. (laughs) I love Salty Troy. He called. They somehow yeah. call a lot of Bears games, and man, they just rip into Matt Nagy. It's the best. It's the best. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, uh, you know, former Cowboys make decent <laughs> commentators. So whatever. Tony Romo is the best. He is though. It's incredible. He came yeah. out of nowhere, yeah. and all of a sudden, like two games in, you're like, "What the fuck is Tony Romo like a genius? Like he knows everything that's is he happening." Just a football savant. Yeah. What is happening why, here? Well, why isn't he Tom Brady? He should have had. They hate Super Bowl rings. He knows what's happening every play. Yeah, he's he read the, the defense. In- <laughs> yeah, how did he throw so many late game picks? I don't get it. It's it's the view he has now. If he could see the game from that view, if he had like a, a VR goggles. I know he's making a ton of money now because they got a raise and everything because he's so good. But that he had, he could have been a coordinator or a coach easy. I would have made him a defensive coordinator. Okay. Fuck, he can predict everything the offense is going to do. <laughs> Put him up in the booth and let him call him from let him call plays from upstairs. Oh, oh gosh. I mean, because those mics don't go off to like ten seconds before the play clock goes. Like, yeah. I, you uh, know, like at the ten second mark, like, hey, they're running this, running this, running this. I know, I know, Johnny. Uh, you know, hates the Chiefs Browns game last year, but man, his calls during that game were the best. The best. The best. Yeah. His excitement when he got that one wrong was the. No, they're not doing it. They are. Oh my gosh. Oh my. And they got it. Like just the <laughs> yeah. excitement. It was awesome. Cause oh. that's how all of us felt as fans. Isn't it Chad Henney? It is. No one's <laughs> we were all, all disappointed. Right. Oh, the Browns are going to limp into this. They're going to get it because Mahomes got hurt. Nope. <laughs> nope, Chad Henney. The former Michigan Wolverine and Miami Dolphin. What's that? The, you know, uh, Michigan quarterbacks are okay in college and then can actually produce in the NFL. <laughs> Makes no sense. It's the opposite of Ohio State quarterback. Dude, it's, it's that Lloyd Cartry. Something. Lloyd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. You guys want to get into picks? Yeah. All right. I got Johnny's. I'm just going to pick the opposite of all of his. <laughs> so, how many for, am I up on you now? Oh, uh, me, you're up nine. I, I had a horrific week. I'm up on and then three on Johnny. Yeah, I went yeah, five. Really me and Johnny went five, eight, and one. You went six, seven, and one. Yeah, there's only one game different. I know, but it's still, it, it felt worse than it. 
just felt bad seeing a five there. Like, ugh. Yeah. Getting my ass kicked. I still have won eighty six games out of one fifty, so I'll take that. That's a pretty decent well, winning percentage. Whatever you got, whatever you got to do. Yeah, I'm gonna keep you know telling myself that. I'm- yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so for every game, we're just going to make Johnny the first picker because we already have his his picks. <laughs> so. Makes it easy. All right, first game, Colts at the Bills. Johnny has the Bills. Okay. I'll go second, and we'll wrap around, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I will also take the Bills. It's at, it's at the Bills? Yeah, it's at Buffalo. I'm going to take the Bills. It's at the Bills. The weather's getting colder. Colts, Colts play in the Dome. That wind. Carson Wentz plays in a dome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills. And I think there's maybe going to be some weather. So, Derek, yourself? Guest, guest picks? Uh, you know, uh, I, I want to go with my boy, Carson. Um, oh, is your boy uh, again? You know, I, think... <laughs> I just met, you know, by. He's not, you know... he's not in Philly anymore, so now we like him. Yeah, exactly. It's not my problem. That's why I love Andy Reid again. Um, but uh, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm glad to see him having success. I really am. I wouldn't wish, you know, wish anything on him. But, but uh, to your point, it's, you know, they're in Buffalo. Weather, dome team. Um, I'm gonna go with Bills as well. Yeah, if it was an Indy, I think I would go Indy because I like the way they're yeah, playing. I would. Yep. I would. And they're playing good football. They could have success because they run the ball. So the one thing that always counters the weather is if you can run the ball. I think the Bills were that. that. All right. Next matchup, we got the Baltimore Ravens at oh. the Chicago Bears. Bears. Gianni went with uh, the Ravens. He did. Is, is Lamar going to play? He hasn't practiced. I mean, he, no, he's been practicing. He was at practice today. Did he come back today? So yeah. he was out for illness again. He was. For two weeks. Illness. The Bears. <laughs> so the last time Baltimore came to Chicago, I was at that game. Nice. And Chicago won. With that said, I will be picking the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, all the, things considered, <laughs> Derek, me and you were texting during that game, and it was just on my yeah. face memories. And there, there was we actually the game got. Uh, we had that. It was like a terrible storm went through and like a tornado came and we were texting during like, you're okay. I was like, yeah, it's all good. And I believe my, my quote was, this is the only way the bears can stop the run anyway. So yes, I just had that pop up on me, man. That's yeah, so funny. That's from that game. Yeah. Okay. All right. I see you. But yeah. I'll be going. Yeah, I, the Ravens. Uh, Khalil I, Mack is IR for the rest of the year, I think. So yeah, I to me this is I, I love you, Eric. You know this, but I think this one's a little bit of a no brainer here. I, I've got to roll. I mean, I didn't I, I didn't pick the Bears. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's no need to apologize. I, I, I bet Fields is gonna have a good game though. Baltimore secondary is crap, and I think Fields will have a good game. Do you do you think that he's he's been given a, a I don't know, a fair shake or a uh, a fair introduction to the league. So, in other words, if he was surrounded by, because I, I, I don't think he's been setting the world on fire, but I think he he has the potential to. Do Do you think that he would be in a different situation if he was in a different situation? 
Yeah, I think he's been um he's been building. He's been getting better anyway. Uh I think so. I like I said I I've changed course on him. I think him and uh what's his face in Jacksonville, Lawrence have the most upside. And um honestly, you know, outside of Mac Jones, he's maybe performed the best uh lately. Uh, honestly, if he was in the Pats, uh he'd have the same success, if not more. He has a better arm, he's a better athlete, so Yep. I would like to go with my dude Justin Fields, but I I too will go with the Ravens. Uh <laughs> I think it'll be closer than what some may think. Um uh, it would not surprise me if the Bears won. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't. Uh, Ravens played to their level, and then you know the Bears are they're a good uh, run defense. So, but they're pretty injured on defense. So I would that feels choppy too. So it makes the run game you know, more difficult. Thing, um, he better have the right cleats because that's yeah. probably the worst field in the NFL to run on. So he's he, he, he's going <laughs> to slip if he doesn't have the longer spikes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, next one, we got the Detroit Lions coming off a tie. God, no one wanted to win that game. That's like the worst overtime I've ever seen in my life. At the Cleveland Browns. Johnny went Cleveland. He absolutely did. (laughs) So pretty much the only reason I went Cleveland last time was because you two did. And I was like, you know, if I'm ever going to do it, I might as well do it now. And I regretted it. I I wanted to go Pats so bad. (laughs) I was surprised I, you picked Cleveland last week. I, I wanted Pats. I should have. I don't know what I was doing. I was like, I'm, I, I was playing it safe. I got the lead. I put a little prevent defense on with that pick. <laughs> You'd be up four now. You'd be up four. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I'm gonna go. Hey, you know what prevent? You know what prevent does, Eric? It prevents you from winning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times, yes, it's true. It prevents you from uh, yeah, from from holding the lead. That's what it actually. <laughs> With that said, I will be going Cleveland because uh, Detroit's awful. If they couldn't beat the Steelers in that game, with how many times the Steelers tried to lose, even in overtime, I, I don't know if they're going to win a game this year. Yeah, I think Detroit already got their win this season, and that was a tie. <laughs> so uh, now that that's out of the way, they can get back to losing. So yeah, I, I, I'm yeah. rolling with Cleveland. Was it the Steelers like? Fumbled twice, like with five minutes left in overtime, and they still <laughs> tied. Them. They still couldn't win. I just, uh. I think no matter what happens in this game, Cleveland has the two best quarterbacks on the field <laughs> with, 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 with Baker with, and with Case Keenum. Um, <laughs> I mean, Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl not that long ago. It was like when when Manning. Went to, won his second Super Bowl. It was everything around him that got him there. Yeah, he won. Manning won that though. <laughs> that's the difference, right? Like, <laughs> so that's the that's a point against Baker, right? A lot of people feel Cleveland has had that team. Hmm. That's why they might be looking elsewhere. I'm not going the, with the Lions. I'm going, oh, I'm going with not. the Browns. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I want to be on the right side of history. But I can't afford to keep losing games. So at least if I lose this game, I could say I wanted to go Detroit, but the yeah. record book will show I chose Cleveland. Uh, picking Detroit already cost you guys anyway. Like it's cost me like two games. Like, I don't understand you guys wanting to pick them so bad. They're just they're just awful. 
I, I hate to see a team lose every game. I, they'll probably win <laughs> one. Something will happen. Well, that's my assumption. They'll win one, but which one? I want to be there for it. I want to get that game. Although Derek might be right. That that time might got be their win. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> that was their 17th game. There are no moral victories. <laughs> I also like their coach. I like Dan Campbell. And it seems like they play hard for him. No, you guys got to stop that. You said that initially. That's just not the case. <laughs> well, they tied, so only cried out of one eye that it's time. Also, um, when you're professionals, you're going to pay millions of dollars. If you need the coach to motivate you, it's already over. Yeah, I hear you on that, right. but here's something I think about that. These guys have had that their entire lives of like no, trying to appe- appease this fucking guy that's over their whole squad. Who's probably the least motivating coach in the NFL? Who who gives no speeches, doesn't do shit? Bill Belichick. Bill, Bill Belichick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Walks in the room. You're all professionals. You know what to do. Go go play football. Oh, yeah, you are. And guess what? Bill Belichick get rid of your ass if you're not. That's the problem. A lot of these pe- players won't. They they won't get rid of people. I still can't believe he rocked sweatpants with his pant leg up to his knee and some tall socks with some new balances into the stadium the other day. That dude's an OG, man. He's like an OG <laughs> white guy. And those he are woke up and just got on the bus. What's really weird to me is that he grew up in Annapolis. Because if you grew up in Annapolis, yeah, your dad had yeah. some money. You don't look. You don't dress the way he dresses. But he hated those people. He did. They're they're all boat shoes and fucking you know <laughs> socks halfway up your calves and your khaki shorts and yeah. That's why when Tom got the Uggs deal, he was like fucking Tom. God damn, <laughs> yeah. That motherfucker's gonna be out of here sooner or later. <laughs> he will not outlast me. I will coach till I die. Yes. <laughs> All right. Next game, we got the Houston Texans at the Tennessee Titans. Johnny chose the Titans. Yeah. That's, I too will choose the Titans. Yeah, it seems like a good call. <laughs> this could be one of the games where, you know, suddenly Derrick Henry not being there hurts him, though. It's going to happen. We thought it would be the Rams, but maybe something's wrong with the Rams because they all of a sudden I, don't look very good. I mean, they probably should have lost to the Saints last week too. Yeah, so won that game by two, like. Yeah, but yeah, I'll go them just because I, I'm not going to pick Houston. I mean, absolutely not. Yeah. I feel more confident picking Detroit yeah. than I do Houston. What? You're yeah, crazy. Houston's a mess. Houston's a mess. There's just too much going on. There's too many pieces that are not there. It's just it's it's a mess. Yeah, Tennessee all day out there. These are really exciting games to pick. All right, all right well, we got another one. We got another one. We got the Green Bay Packers at Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. It's Packers all day. He uh, he absolutely owns the Vikings just like he does the Bears. Yeah, divisional game. You know, it's 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 one of the one of the greatest to play the game. That there's it's, it's greatest it's Green Bay all day. regular season to play the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as it's not like an NFC Championship or anything like <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly, <laughs> guys. The Atlanta <laughs> NFL. <laughs> no doubt. Well, I'll get you that title game. But <laughs> I'm not winning it. 
<laughs> hey, half the fun is just getting there, right? <laughs> but after a while, it gets really annoying. Yeah. It's like Minnesota's running on a treadmill. Are... Like, you just never get anywhere. <laughs> so Minnesota's already had their bye. So Zimmer's going to finish out the season. Uh, yeah, pick him. Because you're gonna you're gonna drop another one to me. I want to pick him. Do, do. You have nothing I to want lose. Want to? You're nine back. Yeah. What Johnny pick? Because you got to gain on him too. He picked the Packers. Yeah, of course he did. I, I wonder gonna... if he thinks it'll be a shootout. Um, <laughs> oh, it's in the dome. That's nothing, you know. There's no weather. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I, I, for some reason, I, I, I want, I want Minnesota to be an outside stadium. I don't know I why they're do. not. It's, it's um, stupid that they I that agree. they are because that is such a a helpful thing. I guess maybe because they already like Chicago and Green Bay already are, and they're like, yeah, that's who we play most of the time anyway. So why does it matter? But Detroit's a dome team too. Why do we got to freeze our nuts off for eight games a season? Uh, <laughs> Bunch of pansies. Playing the weather. Green Bay's playing indoors. I'm going with the Packers. Mm. All right. This is the exciting stuff for, for the listeners. Uh, next game, game of the week. Game of the week. Dolphins at the Jets. Oh, baby. This is a Joe top. Flacco with his... Oh, that's right. It's Flacco. I already know who I'm picking. That's an easy one. Flaccid season is back. It just went. Uh, Johnny picked the Dolphins. Yeah, I will pick the Dolphins as well. Just because <laughs> in there. Yeah, my man Flacco. We, you know, he's he's he was wearing green for a little bit. Now he's gone. Uh, so I'm washing my hands of that. So we're gonna go <laughs> Dolphins on that for sure. <laughs> so I'll say this for Flacco. Last season with the Jets, he 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 did nearly upset the the Pats on Monday Night Football. Um, but I think that's the highlight of his Jets career. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I Where's said after game at it's Jersey. Well, that's helpful. Yeah, that's what I thought last week with the Bills too. Uh, <laughs> but Miami team going up north. Yeah, no, it's but. I still think Miami's better. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Dolphins. Uh, I said after the Jets game last week that I would never pick the Jets again. <laughs> and I'm going to stick with that uh, oath because oh, I can't stick with my 49ers oath because of who they're playing this week. So, <laughs> Mike Whitesnake didn't work out for you, huh? Not not so much. I should have stuck with Magic Mike White. should have stuck with Magic. It was... Tried to make that white snake joke and it, it blew up in my face in multiple multiple ways. All See, right. Just set them up and I will come in there. Back them <laughs> down. Back them down. All right. Next game. We've got the uh New Orleans Saints heading to to the link. Take on the Ooh, Philadelphia E A G L E S Eagles. Okay. Let's go. You know, I'm going to let you pick this one first. I'll tell you who Johnny's got. Johnny's got the Eagles. Derek, He's a good man. Uh, that's your squad. I'm going to let you take this one first, sir. Hey, they've been playing better as of late. I think, I think uh, you know, Hurts Her- Her- has kind of figured out his role. 
Um, I, I like the direction that they're moving. They're my boys. I'm, I'm flying Eagles all day on that one, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually going to go Eagles as well. I would like to point out, Derek, that um, when Johnny and Sean both picked Detroit, it was against the Eagles. So your man here. Oh, oh, I see Detroit. how that is. Yeah. They thought that. Yeah, so Sean, guess it, thought it was your belief that that was going to be their give me that season was going to be against my boys. They did. Johnny, too. <laughs> Mind you. Yeah. Mind you. The, the Lions had lost two games on heartbreaking late mid, late second field goals. Not not immediately for those Eagles games. That was earlier in the season. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, it's it's all love. It's all if love. Recall, I picked against I, the Bears and the Jets. I laughed at you and Johnny when you guys made the pick. And I was oh, like, really? <laughs> you guys do <still laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. I don't understand New Orleans at all. I don't either. Who's there? Is it Simeon? Still? I guess. I have no idea. Uh, and for that fact, I'm going to go with the Eagles because I have no idea what in the hell that team is. They beat the Bucks one week. They lose to the Titans the next. They they blow a game against the Falcons late. I don't know what the hell they are. And so <laughs> I at least know what the Eagles are. Right? So I'm going to go with them. <laughs> we'll call back to Phil Collins, too, in the air tonight. We'll Dude. be playing on Sunday. It's a pump song. Oh, it's one that like you. I I forgot how good that was I until like. Yeah. You don't like it? It's fine, but it does not pump me up. Oh. Oh yeah, it's it's it, it's it builds mystique and it's intriguing and it's it just sort of leads into that ultimate drum solo. It's incredible. It's just, it's just another ridiculous Philly thing, like that entire city, just ridiculous. See, thing. I think it's a great song for like a playoff atmosphere. Yeah. It's a great stadium song. Yeah. I agree. I mean, it's better than Bon Jovi, which is probably what they would be playing. I'll give them that. I, I don't see what I the agree. problem is with Bon Jovi. Nothing, um, but you shouldn't come out to it. <laughs> I'll agree with that. Uh, <laughs> Just another beer, East Coast beer. It's fine, Derek. You... <laughs> hey, you know what my favorite thing about going to um, Arkansas last weekend was? It's the closest uh western state that i can get yingling yingling yeah Ooh. yeah, yeah. I'm a big yingling guy I like so I, have, I love me some yingling yeah me too when we was on the road all the time we spent a ton of time on the east coast and and so i kind of fell in love with it and then after you know obviously coming back home they don't sell it here but now it's made its way all the way to arkansas so i could i scooped it up i think it's getting ready to pop in kansas i thought they i thought it was gonna pop it's in moving there. west um yeah there's a there's a website you can order it from Oh really? Yeah, and they'll deliver it to your house. Cause uh, J- Jeremy Brown, he he loves Yingling as well. And I forget yeah. why, but something was going on. Like somebody was sick or something. I sent him a case of Yingling, and it, it came in like this nice, like wooden box, and it had like pop tops. It was really cool. They'll deliver beer now. Yeah, COVID man. I might order that for That's myself. It. That sounds fancy. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, we can buy it here, so it's well, much cheaper than shipping it to yourself. That's that's fair, yeah. but it just sounds so nice. Derek, is that is that a yeah, Christmas that present? Cool kit. Is that a Christmas present you might want? I'm just saying, it sounds lovely. The holidays are coming up. <laughs> I like to give gifts, so we'll see. Listen, five, five weeks from tomorrow is Christmas, so 
I wow. To, I think I just got an email from that company too. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> yeah, there's this company. They just send, uh, they'll send like yingling and stuff to certain areas that they can't get it. Awesome. I didn't know how many yingling uh, variations there were when I went. I was like, okay, they got the logger. They got this they started yingling flight. Yeah. 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 Forever it was just the logger. And then they had uh, yep. a black and tan. Yes, I've had the black and tan. Yeah, now they're doing, yeah, they had a light and now they have a flight. I, I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, the flight was the new one that I've seen. The blue can, it was, it's kind of like a Pilsner. Yeah, well, the light is too. But I think the flight is like their Michelob Ultra version. And then they have like a yeah. just a normal light. Yeah. So my cousins live in Pennsylvania where Yingling is uh, mm-hmm. brewed and manufactured and all that stuff. And so mm-hmm. I learned very quickly from my uh, cousin's husband, Robert, that in PA, especially in Allentown, you don't ask for a Yingling. You just say, can I get a lager? Because that's... Gotcha. That you just if you go into a bar, it's like I'll just get I'll take you take a lager and you get a fucking yingling. I'm like, perfect. That works for me. So <laughs> gotcha. whatever in Pennsylvania now, that's what oh yeah, I'll take a lager. Let me get let me get one of them. So but no, it's a it's great beer. I wish I had some in the it house is right good. now, actually. I know. I wish I would have brought some. I should have brought yeah, some I mean, back. A lot of times if I can't like decide what I want, because I like to try, like, do you have local yeah. stuff around? I like I just like to try beers. Um but uh-huh. yeah, if I can't yep. decide so just give me yangling until I figure it out. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's ready. Ron Rivera returns to Carolina this weekend mm, to take on his former quarterback, Cam yeah, Newton. Cam, yeah. Comes back. So Johnny went Panthers. Did I he? too will go Panthers. Okay. Hmm. And Washington just beat the Bucks. They did, but they also lost Chase Young for the season. Mm-hmm. But Cam is starting, right? Yes. Cam has looked like crap when he starts. He can't throw the ball anymore. Yeah, but Superman's coming home, man. I'm gonna go Washington, actually. All right, all right. I'm gonna take you. Back, I'm, I'm gonna take you back that too. I think Cam coming home. He, he's got that whole Superman thing. Like he's got that mentality. Like I'm gonna show you. So I, 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 I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stay within the NFC East. I'm gonna go with Skins, man. Yeah, I think Skins. Um, yeah, Cam's in Carolina, but he, he can't throw the ball anymore. And then I'm McCaffrey's back, but Chase Young's hurt. I just Washington looked pretty good against the Bucks. I think Rivera and Rivera even mentioned he has. If anybody understands Cam Newton, it's Rivera. So I'm gonna stick with Washington. I'm gonna go Washington. Plus, we need some, we need something to happen. We, we need we do need some some differences here. All right, next one, we've got. The genius-led San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> at, the, uh, at the end of the year, he's gonna. Oh fire. my god! At the uh, the grinder, Urban Myers, Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> oh my gosh! I gotta pick one of these two fucking teams. <laughs> you shitting me? <laughs> I hate both of them. Mm. I don't want to pick. Johnny went 49ers. Did he? Yeah. You knew he was playing it safe on that one. He plays it safe every time. Yep. 
I fucking hate the 49ers, man. I hate Kyle Shanahan. I don't want to pick them. You said you weren't picking them again. Fuck it. Jags. There you go. Jags by 40. Is it at Jacksonville? It is. It's at Jacksonville. I'll go Jacksonville. They're playing, they're they're playing decent. They're playing better. They, they're getting better. Uh, maybe maybe did they play Urban last, needed. Did they lose? Who did they play? I don't remember. Well, let me check. Let me check. I got the computer I up. think they lost big, maybe. They lost by six to the Colts. Oh, the Colts are good. Yeah, Jags. I'm going Jags. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Jags. Yeah, I'm sticking with it. Jags all day, baby. Yeah. Woohoo! Man, imagine if Johnny's the only one to lose that game. <laughs> he hasn't, he I'm hasn't, okay with losing with two other people. I feel better about that. He hasn't picked him one game. Nope. So he's very sour about Urban Meyer leaving Ohio State. This <laughs> is even though he's not an Ohio State fan. He, he secretly is, though. He definitely is. He watches. Uh, <laughs> all right, next one we got the Bengals at the Raiders. Mm. That's, that's another tough one. Both mm. teams they need to win. Both teams need, need wins. Win. Yeah. Um the Bengals both need teams to get have right. played really well at times. Yep. Mm. It's which team has I, I don't know. This is this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Johnny picked the Bengals. Mm-hmm. His favorite NFL team. It is his favorite. He even picked them against the Browns. <laughs> and he lost. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's uh I think yeah. that's that's the only team he's gonna pick 17 times. <laughs> it might be, might be. Mm. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Bengals. I don't love it. I don't yeah. love it. I think I'm, I'm going to go Bengals, Bengals too. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily love it either. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Derek, what are you doing? <laughs> let me let me lean in for this. It's, it's like, <laughs> the, the autumn breeze is a raider. A raider. I'm going Raiders. I'm going Raiders. Yeah, God, I can see got... that team rallying around each other. Yeah, they got smoked last week. Yeah, they have, but I, but, but they but it also you can say this about either team I, in, in this case they've, yeah. they've they played some good ball at times. They have. They've looked. No, I've picked them a lot. Uh, they've actually hooked me up yeah. a lot. I'm yeah. gonna. I think I'm gonna go Bengals though. I think the Bengals just need it more, and I think the Raiders are just like I said. I think they're. I, I said last week they're a week or two away, I think, from getting past some shit. I think they need one more week. But yeah. Bengals just need it back. I'll be the lone wolf. I'll yeah. be the lone wolf here. I think yeah. at this moment in time, the Bengals have the better uh, skill position players. Yeah. Um, Last thing. So, you know, one thing that, that has been going against the Chiefs a lot this year is people are taking away Hill and or Casey. Mm-hmm. Kelsey, not Casey, during games, and the Raiders did not at all. So, um, you know, I just think, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, the the Bengals receivers are going to have a big day. Yeah. If Chase is covered, Higgins is going to have all day to catch balls. So, and since I've You're got just, him on a fantasy team, I'm going to be 
You just like the regular Yingling, right, Derek? The lager's good. I like the light Pilsner, uh, the flight, I think is what they call it. I like, uh, I've had the black and tan. I mean, I've, I've honestly, to me, Yingling and Sam have, Adams are the same. They also one. have a golden. I've never met one of them like. Yeah, I don't think I've had a golden. I don't know. I haven't either. All right, I'm going to send you a Yingling. I'm going to send you a Yingling. Do either of you. Do either of you like Sam Adams at all? Yeah. I do. I like Oktoberfest a lot. And uh summer the summer beer's good. Yeah. I do I, not I like I like, so I like the I like the Boston lager. I'm not gonna lie. I like the lager okay. I do not like the winter. Yeah, okay. So that they sell these mixer twelve packs that I just got the other weekend. That it's now it's the so they do one in October that's kind of fallish. Now they got the winter one. They've got like the lager, the um some of their uh, winter stuff is good, but they're just like winter specific one. I'm not a fan of that one. Yeah, I don't like. It, anyway, they make really. Yeah, they make good like, mixed twelve packs, so you can get a little bit of everything in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do that. You you need to come visit Maryland. I'm gonna I'm gonna sample you oh, out. Yeah. Buy nothing but samplers, just everywhere. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a big flight guy. I like get flight, so I can just try a little bit of everything. Well, I've been needing a night out as well, boys. So I'm gonna tag along. Um, so um, damn right you are. <laughs> whenever uh, you damn right. If you guys ever want to ship somebody beer or something, if they can't get it, the website is called Give Them Beer. This week's sponsor, GiveThemBeer.com. One word, Give Them Beer. <laughs> I got a big shout out to Give Them Beer for sponsoring the show this week. Um, they're, they're not I'm actually sponsoring us, can... but thank you, Jets. <laughs> if you want to, hit us to... up at FTTEZPod <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> No, I have. I, I, did, I did it for uh, <laughs> for Jeremy Brown. Yeah, and he, you know, he loved it. So I'm trying to think what I could send you. <laughs> I could send you some WBC. You, you could. I, I actually do love. Um, but see, I'm going through like a legit website. I'm not like mailing it myself. <laughs> so I don't know. Gotcha. Uh, I I do love. Um, God, what is it? Sunflower State wheat beer or whatever it is, it's so good. From Free Laurel, State? Free State, yeah. Yeah, yep, yep. What is, is WDC? I've never heard of that one. Uh, WBC Wichita Brewing Company. It's just a, uh, obviously a local joint, they, but they've got a ton of different beers, like IPAs yeah. and lights and darks and all of nice. that. They have good pizza and stuff there. Nice. And then pizza and, then and Walmart, beer. Uh, there's another good one. Do you ever go to Ziggy's, Derek? Dude, I was just getting ready to say that. I was just getting ready to say that. It's so good, dude. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's, honestly, it's one of the top two pies that I've ever had. It's a pretty good pizza. They have good beer, too. They do. They got a ton of and, – and they carry a lot of WBC stuff and Walnut uh, – gosh, yeah. is it Walnut River or Walnut Valley? I think it's Walnut The one Valley. in El Dorado. Yeah. I don't know though. Yeah. If you're ever in Kansas, folks, Ziggy's. <laughs> Please Ziggy, come by. <laughs> and if Ziggy's would like to sponsor us, that is fttezpod at gmail.com. <laughs> no, it is. It's a, it's a good it's a good pizza place. Nice. Incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> Actually, I think this next one's the game of the week, guys. All right. And I, w- I want to know. I, I want. Oh, it's on Fox. So we'll get Troy and uh, Joe Buck on this one. Salty Troy. Call Dallas, Cowboys game. Dallas Cowboys at the Kansas City Chiefs. 
Yeah. I'm be settling game, in on man. my couch at 425 for that one. Yeah, we'll we'll see if it's a game. Uh, Dallas is definitely winning. The games are supposed to, but as I pointed out many times, out after the Bucks, this is their first. Kansas City is their first team they're playing that was in the playoffs last year. So they've beaten nothing but teams that weren't in the playoffs last year. I just yeah, because they haven't played Washington those... yet, have they? Mm-mm. I just hate that Amari Cooper isn't going to be playing. Like I want, I want everybody's guns against everybody's guns. Like I wanted it to be, you know, no no excuses, no questions asked, kind of thing. But I, I don't like that Cooper's not playing. Too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, it's at Arrowhead. Uh, Johnny took the Cowboys. I'm going counter to that. I'm going Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs as well. I have to go Chiefs. I don't ever pick Cowboys. No. <laughs> Eagles fan has spoken. I'm not even. A, I'm not even an Eagles fan. I'm not a Washington fan. Hate the Cowboys. Hate them. So I'm not gonna lie. I I like the Cowboys. I don't know what it is. Ever since Romo was quarterback there, I've I've liked there's, the Cowboys. I can't help it. I don't know what it is. Bandwagon fans in the Midwest. It's I believe it. It's gross. I, I believe it, and I'm not here to be a bandwagon fan. I. I no, I'm saying you, you didn't necessarily have to grow up around it. It's yeah. gross. I uh half of them have become Chiefs fans now though. <laughs> they did go back once the Chiefs got good. But it's it's kind of like when uh the Yankees are good in baseball, right? Well the Yankees are always good in baseball, but but you know what I mean. It's not the, Cow- the Cowboys haven't won shit since the nineties. I mean, the Yankees haven't won a World Series in 11 years. Mets have been one more, one more recently than they have. The early 90s. 95, 96. How long ago was that, Sean? 25 years. Yeah. Plus. Plus. <laughs> this was January 96. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, have they even won a playoff game since then? I think one. I don't even know if they have. The Jets have won more playoff games than they have. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I hate the Americans. They're, they're, no, they're not any good. <laughs> it just makes sense to go Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are getting hot. I think the Chiefs uh, are getting they hot. They very, very good against the Raiders. And the Raiders have been a pretty good team. Yeah. All right. Well, I think, I think Andrew Reid finally – and this has always been his kind of thing. You know, he, he gets away from that run game. He just, he's, and that's what Sean and I were talking about a little bit off air here is that uh, it's all, you know, it's, a, it's about base hits. And I think sometimes Andy forgets about that, but he seems like he's gotten back to let's hit some base hits. Let's get some runners on and then we can move them over. And I think that, uh, yeah, ho- hopefully they found that combination a little bit, but they look, they look good last week. The Cowboys have not won a playoff game since their last Super Bowl in 1995. You serious? One hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. And that's a, that's America's team. Exactly, America's team. It's a joke. The Browns, the Jets, the Bears. How many of these awful teams have actually? Fucking Eagles won a Super Bowl. Yeah. How many of these awful teams have won playoff games in that time span? Been to Super Bowls in that time span? Yeah. Yeah. You can't see it. You can't see it. I got a Super Bowl flag hanging on the wall since you <laughs> since you shouted out my boys. I was trying to. I was trying to I... If the Jets won a Super Bowl, I would have a flag too. So I don't blame you. 
As you say, I have to play like a champion one up here. I'd be like decked out in Super Bowl gear. That's all I would ever wear. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I got so many Blackhawks things after they won their first cup. Like I keep shit I had after the Mets won the National League in 2015. They didn't even (laughs) win the fucking World Series. I had so much shit. Yeah, Kansas won the national title. I got like seven shirts in the mail (laughs) from my parents. (laughs) Me everything. (laughs) Hats. Yeah. Speaking of, I mean, I just Johnny. I actually watched Kansas win the national title at Sean's apartment way back when. Mm -hmm. Or not, Derek. Sorry. Yeah. On yeah, my we tiny had we TV in that apartment. Mm-hmm. I, I remember we had a phone call after that game. I remember where I was standing. I was looking out my front door. We was just, just like, we finally did it. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. I went from despair to joy and very fast because like, there's they're not losing again because no one loses. Yeah. They lose so many Final Fours and national title games. It's just like, no, this isn't happening again. It's not. It happening. was. It was the one time where I got to be the calm voice of reason during a sporting <laughs> event. He was like, there's no way. I was like, man, let's see what happens. They'll foul them. They haven't been making the foul shots. Maybe, you know. No, it's over. The game isn't over yet. Game's yeah. not over. Let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Chalmers hit that jumper, and I've never seen Eric jump that high in my life. <laughs> Ever. For anything. I mean, obviously, you've known him much longer than I have, but at the time that I've known him, I've never seen this man get that high ever. Not a leaper. Like, not a leaper. <laughs> We, it was the type of jump were. that we, Phil we, Mickelson was going for when he first won the Masters, <laughs> but he just couldn't get there, right? Like, it was before he had the calves. But <laughs> I got there. It was probably a yeah. Jordan-esque. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome that we won, you know, the national championship, but to have that moment to be also a part of that, which is something that yeah. so many people remember, regardless of if you're a Jayhawk fan or not. Like, that. that is – that was, I mean, it was pretty cool. It was pretty damn cool. Mm-hmm. And it was good that you guys won too, because that title would have been vacated anyway. It would, it would have been, yeah. Like so, like that that would have been just a lost season all around. So, girls can't spell his own fucking name. <laughs> but he can he can play he some can play ball. <laughs> he can take a test, but he can play ball. <laughs> all right, Arizona at Seattle. <laughs> I don't know if Kyler's playing. That's that's the big one. Is Kyler going to play? That is. That is. They did well against Seattle last year when he played. Yeah. Uh, they've really loaded up. They've really loaded up. I think they they're like it's this season or never. Like they they brought everybody over there. Yeah they they have they have a loaded team. game time decision. God damn it! Are we, are we caveating? Yeah, we're caveating. I'm because I'm going to go Seattle if he's not playing. Same here, actually. Johnny went Cardinals either way. Yeah, I think I think he will play, and I think the Cardinals will win. Yeah, I think he will. If play. he plays, I'm going Cardinals. Same here. But if he if he's not playing, I I I'm giving myself the liberty to stick with Seattle. <laughs> yeah, same here because it's in Seattle. Russell Wilson's yep. a game back now, so and be- after I picked Colt McCoy in back to back weeks, uh, picked against him one week, picked him the next week. Well, he's I'm, he's not a starter, right? He, I'm he, tired he, of his shit already, guys. He gets the game, but he's he's not a starter. No, sorry. Yeah. So, all right. Sunday night from SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, California. We've got Big Ben maybe playing. Yeah. At uh, the Chargers. The Chargers. Which, they're a weird team. 
Oh, I should tell you. So, do you know what Vaughn calls the Steelers? What? The Takers. What? <laughs> <laughs> he just heard. He just heard like them talking about the steel. Like I don't forget who. Oh, the the Steelers. So he thinks it's somebody, a team that literally takes things from people. So he calls them. Uh, what's that team? The Takers. <laughs> and, and remember, son, we're we, we're never to be a Steeler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't steal. You don't want to steal. Then you're Steelers. <laughs> the the team that takes from everybody, the Takers. I was like, you brilliant little five year old. <laughs> So apparently he's feeling better, but Steelers remain uncertain if he'll play. Yeah. I think even if he plays, I'm going Chargers. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to go Chargers too. Steelers have not looked good. They should have lost back-to-back weeks. You know, they should have lost to the Lions. Should have lost to the Bears. Um, Yeah, they just haven't looked good. I agree. Yep. No one in that division has, though, so. Unfortunately, Eli Manning's not playing in the Monday night game. Otherwise, I would pick the Giants. But uh, it is the Giants at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Johnny picked the Bucks. Yeah, I'm going to go Bucks as well. Although this Antonio Brown stuff is hysterical. So we'll see what that does. Tom Brady was not happy about losing to Washington. No, and he got called an idiot by Bruce Aarons. He did? Yeah, I missed well, that. But I think he, I think he even said something about Brady doing something stupid. <laughs> Arians doesn't care. Yeah, you don't want, you don't want to piss off Tom Brady. You don't want to piss off Tom Brady. Nope. Or maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe he plays better. Maybe this happened like because you know he was critical of him last year too, and then they went on a run. Well, no, I'm saying that's, I'm saying that's a good thing. Like if he's like you don't want to play against the pissed off yeah, Tom Brady. Exactly. Uh, so so yeah, I mean it's bucks all day there. If you had asked me at the start of the season who probably has a fake COVID card, I think I would have said Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> That's a prop bet right there. Yeah. Who's going to have a fake COVID card? <laughs> I probably would have threw out Cam Newton, but Antonio Brown for sure. Maybe Odell. I don't know. Oh, Odell's the one. Odell, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. – You see Brown. those memes of him looking over uh, – Matthew's like behind looking at Matthew Stafford and with like the writing that says like my dad's gonna tweet about this. <laughs> my dad. Fucking best. So funny. But yeah, I uh yeah, if I I would not be excited to be the Giants this week after the way Brady was on Sunday. How pissed off no. he was. Who did, did the Giants have a bye? Did they have a bye last they week? They did. Yeah. I don't know. The Giants been playing okay. They have been. But I'm, I'm still going to go with Brady over Daniel Jones. 100%. So. Yeah, so what, what, what does Cleveland who – does, who do we think Cleveland's targeting if they don't get Baker? I mean, besides Aaron Rodgers. Is there a thought that Russell Wilson's still going to be available? Russell Wilson. Yeah, there's That's been a lot of talk that he's trying to play in order to build his value. Yeah. Wilson or uh, – God, he was going to the Bears. And then Justin Fields. Which I think you got a better situation. I have, no, I, I don't know if I'd say that. Let's give it some time here. But that's, um, fair. that's fair. That's fair. I do think after they fire Matt Nagy this year that, that they'll get the pick of the litter coach wise because of Justin Fields. I mean, it's it's 
not an understatement for me to say that I was all your, in on Justin Fields. Your cousin. <laughs> your cousin from Cousin, Georgia. cousin via the same town. Uh, <laughs> we hey. walked the same hollowed halls of, Canada, of Harrison High School. The sexiest um, man alive is from Kansas. That's all I'm going to say. He is. He is. He's a Jayhawk. He's a Jayhawk fan, baby. <laughs> Just like Coach Ted Lasso with, with you know, maybe the number one new show. Kansas is dominating. That's all I'm going to say. That's By the way, the lady who, who plays the uh, owner of AFC Richmond, Yep. she thanked uh, Jason Sudeikis a lot. Cause he like wrote the show and got her involved. Mm. I mean, yeah, that's uh, he produces it, writes it, he does a lot. Jesus, I didn't know he did all that. Mm. Good for him. All I can say is sexy men like sexy basketball teams, and uh, he's yeah. proven it. I mean, you got two examples right here. I'm in time again. It's it's hard. Like besides my wife constantly attacking me and calling me sexy. Just just yeah, walking around, right? Yeah. Then she gets jealous and we get in fights. I'm like, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm just here existing. You can't you can't come at me like this. Sim- simple tasks yeah. become so complicated. Like going to the store, pumping yeah, we gas. Wear, we even wear masks pumping half the time. Gas. I'm sorry. Just, I'm sorry I'm still putting it out there. You know? It's, it's a vibe. Um, and <laughs> it's is, a curse. It's a curse. Just can't but... rein it in, huh? No, absolutely not. You, you can't rein in that aura. This it's actually toned down. Let's be honest. I I have it reined in. It's still just you know Derek Derek knows. <laughs> this is the same thing. It, it's it's uh it's intoxicating for a lot of people that and and they enjoy it. But at the same time, you want to be a man of the people and give them and you want to give them what they deserve and what they come to see. I, well, I, th- I think you gave us what we deserved at Eric's wedding when you had the shirt <laughs> open, the figure point out. Like, it, I mean, that, that, I mean, that was full. That was full on out. There. The oh. aura was. It was the holding it back. Oh. You know. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> it's a sports show. Let's talk an analogy, right? What's the best thing about Michael Jordan? That dude was Michael Jordan every single time he went out there. He yep. never. Took it off. That's all we're doing. Look. They paid to see Michael Jordan. You're gonna give it to him. That's that's all. <laughs> all righty. Thank you for joining us this week of the Fumble Through the End Zone podcast. Would like to say a special thank you to Derek for joining us. We appreciate it. Stepping in for Johnny, you did a fantastic job, sir. I mean, thanks better, for having yourself. Better. So no, I'm not gonna. No. Johnny's out. Derek's in. Let's do it. No, I, I love Johnny. I just. <laughs> I, I am a sh- I am um, but a shell of Johnny just to fill in. So, <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate you. Love you all, and uh, thanks again for having me. Of course, Eric. Thank you, sir. Yeah, man. Always. All right, folks. We will see you next week with an all new episode of the Fumble Through the End Zone podcast. Have a great weekend, and if we don't speak to you before then, have a happy Thanksgiving. God, I got to pee.